Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. To another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio, where I'm your host, The Messenger, and your other host is Black Ice. Uh, we will be starting momentarily. In the meantime, get your paper, get your pens, bring your Bibles, bring an open mind to receive this written word of God. Um, our lesson for tonight is from slavery to salvation. You know, today marks the 400 years from uh, August 20th, 1619 to today, which is August 20th, 2019. Um, brothers and sisters, we have come a long way, not where we used to be. You know, uh, we're not where we want to be, but we definitely have come further than we were. Uh, Again, we will be starting momentarily, so please, 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 please get your Bibles, get your pencil, get your pads, and uh, get ready to follow us on this blockbuster, Blockbuster lesson. All right, Brother Black Ice, back in the building. Yeah, so let's go ahead and get um, everything up and running. Okay, let's do it. Last week's lesson is erased for
and blessings everybody we want to thank everybody for tuning in to another edition of the bible show truth hour here on poet radio i'm your host black ice i'm your host the messenger and we are on live every tuesday brothers and sisters at 7 30 p.m central standard time and uh right about now we'll wait for you guys to get on and we will begin to share the live feed as we are asking you to do the same thing share the live feed brothers and sisters in all the groups that you belong to and all of the um, inboxes <laughs> um, that people are in that require knowledge and has a thirst for knowledge, brothers and sisters, we are on live with the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. Um, it's interesting that today marks the 400-year anniversary of the first documented slaves arriving on the shores of America in Jamestown, Virginia. And we will deal with that in this lesson, which is why the lesson is called From Slavery to Salvation, brothers and sisters. So we want you at this time to begin to share the live feeds, um, begin to start your watch parties, add it in your groups. We appreciate you for tuning in. Again, uh, we are on Instagram live for the first time in some time. Again, we are on Instagram live for the first time in a while. And so if you have an Instagram page, go and share from that Instagram page. I don't quite know all the details of Instagram and how Instagram works, but um, definitely, brothers and sisters, we are getting the word out as many places as we can get it out in and as many platforms as we can get it and on. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. Yes, good um, evening. Man, when I found out through research that today was the 400-year mark for the first slaves documented to land on the shores of America in Jamestown, Virginia, I said we must speak on that today. And so we are here, brothers and sisters, and we're going to talk about that. But we're going to talk about more than just that. We're going to give you a whole historical overview of things that have happened with the experience of those who um, came by way of the transatlantic slave trade and those of us who are sons and daughters of slaves. So, man, if you really want to know your history, especially those who are called African-American, I'm asking you to right now to get your paper, your pen, bring your Bible, and most of all, bring an open mind. Bring an open mind, brothers and sisters, because what you are about to learn today, what you are about to witness today, is not going to be what Black Ice thinks or Brother Messenger thinks. What we're saying, but what we're reading from this Word of God and how it relates to our sojourn here in the Americas, brothers and sisters. So we are sharing. We're waiting for you guys to get on. Peace and blessings to each and every one of you. Uh, Let me go ahead and on my other Facebook page and begin to share from that site also as well. And uh, I'm glad to have my brother Messenger back. Absolutely. It's good to be back, family. Yes, um, brother Messenger had a a death in the family, a passing in the family, and um, he had to take care of some family business and... You know, um, 
Although you're a servant of God, you're still required to take care of family, brothers and sisters. Absolutely. So uh, I appreciate the brother, um, the work that he has put in. We've been doing this thing for well over a year, brothers and sisters. The messenger, the show has been running for over eight years, but the messenger has been here for um, over a year. And sh so he's showing his dedication and his commitment to getting this word of God out, brothers and sisters. I want to say peace and blessings. I want to wave to each and every one of you. If you don't know what this is, Instagram, this is a Bible show. Not your conventional Bible show, not your everyday um, Bible study or Sunday class, but this right here challenges everything that you think you know about the Word of God. It challenges everything um, that you've been told, that you've been taught, that you think, and that you believe with what's actually written, written in, the book. in the book. So we ask that you go and get your pen and paper because the things that we cover, we want you to challenge us on we want you to ask questions. <laughs> That's right. If you listen to this show and you don't have questions, something is wrong. Something is definitely wrong. So, again, brothers and sisters, you are here. We are here. We got this book called The Bible here. We got this Word of God. We're on these platforms. So we got one more minute, one more minute, and we're going to go ahead and start. We got one more minute, and we're got about to go and get it in. Good evening, brothers and sisters. For those of you who are out there, Please share this video right now and start your watch parties right now, brothers and sisters. Yeah. Share this video and start your watch parties right now. We need y'all to share this video. We need y'all to get as many people connected to this truth. Right. It's a lot of falsehood being taught out here. We need to start educating our people on what's actually written inside of this book so that we don't fall short of ignorance. That's right. That's right. And then, you know, brothers and sisters, there's a lot of people that depend on this show, you know, um, for their, their source of information. They depend on this show. So we got to make sure that we got it right, especially if there's people who are depending on this show for their source of information. So it is 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. And um, we normally go live about 7.30, but we wanted to go live a little bit earlier today, brothers and sisters. So we're going to go ahead, Brother Messenger, get into this prayer. Yes. And then we're going to go ahead and get into this word. Again, if you're out there, we're asking you that you share at this time. We're going to stand up, face the east, brothers and sisters, and we're going to go ahead and get into this prayer. And then we're going to hook up our YouTube link. And again, we're live on Instagram. Also as well, so For if you have first a, time. right, so if you have an Instagram page, jump on Instagram real quick. Type in King of Poetry Black Ice, one word. King of Poetry Black Ice, black um, black is spelled B L A Q. So it's King of Poetry Black Ice. Type that in, and then go ahead and uh, share, brothers and sisters, this live feed as we are doing the same as we speak. Brother Messenger, are you ready, my brother? I'm ready, bro. Okay, brothers and sisters, we're going to stand up, face the east, say a prayer, and then we're going to go ahead and get right into our lesson, which is from slavery to salvation. From slavery to salvation. Let's do it, brother. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come to say thank you. We thank you again for another day, Father God, to allow us to be before your people, Father God, to read what is written in your word, Father God, that they may hear the written word of God, Father God, and receive it. 
Father God, we pray a blessing over every ear that's listening via YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or even talk radio, Father God. We just pray, Father God, that you would decrease myself and Brother Ice and increase your spirit within us, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you in advance. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. We're going to go ahead and get right into our lesson, peace and blessings for those who are out there watching via Instagram. We welcome you to tonight's Bible Show Truth Hour. And now we're going to go ahead and do our um, link up. There you go. We're going, to re- we're going to position this thing, and we're going to go ahead and get ready to do our show, brothers and sisters. So let's go ahead and start this thing. All right. I'm going to start it in five, four. That's right. I think we're ready, brother. Message. Yep. There we go. Brothers and sisters, we thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. I'm your host, Black Ice. I'm your host, The Messenger. And today's Bible lesson is from slavery to salvation, from slavery to salvation. Today, brothers and sisters, August the 20th, 2019, it marks the 400-year date from the date that the first documented slaves arrived in America. Mm. in Jamestown, Virginia, which was the date of August the 20th, 1619. Again, August the 20th, 1619, brothers and sisters. So August the 20th, 2019, that's the 400-year mark. So we want to talk about this thing. We want to get into it. Um, The Tonight's lesson is called From Slavery to Salvation. We ask right now that you go get your Bible. Yes. Go get the book. Get the book. Hold it up, Brother Messenger. Go get the book. We coming with it. We reading from the book, brothers and sisters. Go get the book, From Slavery to Salvation. Now, again, today marks the 400-year anniversary of when the first documented slaves arrived in America at Jamestown, Virginia. We will take a look at the historical record and fill in the blanks as it comes to the true history of African Americans. And those um, groups that are all throughout the Caribbean, all in Europe, because you know we were dispersed to the four corners of the earth, Mm -hmm. but all throughout the world, brothers and sisters, the sons and daughters of the transatlantic slave trade, we are going to research the historical record since this is the 400th year today, brothers and sisters. (laughs) August the 20th, 2019, today, marks the 400-year anniversary of when the first documented slaves arrived on the shores of America at Jamestown, Virginia. Now, a Dutch ship carrying 20 Africans arrived in Jamestown, Virginia, on August the 20th, 1619, a voyage that would mark the beginning of slavery in the American colonies. The number of slaves continued to grow between the 17th and 18th centuries as 
slave labor was used to help fuel the growing tobacco and cotton industries in the southern states. So, brothers and sisters, from slavery to salvation. Right now, turn your Bibles to the book of Mark, the 13th chapter. Mark, the 13th chapter, from slavery to salvation. And just uh, as a point of clarity, if you want to know the name of the Dutch ship, it's the White Lion. That's what they were brought on. The name of the ship is the White Lion. If you, at a later time, want to Google that, you can. And again, all you got to do is type in your Google search engine, August 20th, 19, I'm sorry, 1619, and all the information of what we are talking about from the basis of our lesson today will come up. So 400 years today, today, 400 years today, brothers and sisters, Mm. the first documented slaves arrived on the shores of America at Jamestown, Virginia. So Mark, the 13th chapter. Now, Jesus prophesied the start of the event that would be the beginning of Israel being dispersed from our land. Mm. What do you mean our black eyes? It's because we are the Israelites that the Bible wrote and spoke about, brothers and sisters, the sons and daughters of the transatlantic slave trade. We'll tell you more about it a little bit later. Let's go to Mark, the 13th chapter, verses 1 and 2. Let's see what Jesus had to say, Brother Messenger. And as he went out of the temple, one of his disciples said unto him, Master, see what manner of stones and what buildings are here. And Jesus answering said unto him, Seest thou these great buildings? Mm-hmm. There shall not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. So the disciples were bragging, brothers and sisters. Jesus, look at this temple. Yeshua, look at this temple. It's a beautiful thing. Look at the bricks and look at, look at the stones and this marvelous temple, our temple of worship. Look at it, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus comes back and says, I want you to look at it real good because there will not be one brick or stone left upon one another in the time that is to come. Now, what does that time that Jesus spoke about that was coming have to do with our subject today from slavery to salvation? What does it have to do with August 20th? 1619, and the 400-year date of today, August 20th, 2019, the 400-year that the first slaves were documented to arrive at Jamestown, Virginia. What does it have to do with it, Brother Messenger? Mm. Well, let's go a little bit further. Now, God began his relationship with one family. Yes. And through that one family, all of humanity would have a chance to know him. Mm-hmm. And when I say one family, I'm talking about one people, brothers and sisters. It's, it's almost like living on a block with neighbors and you develop friends on that block. As children, we built relationships with other children. And at times, those children spent nights over our house, brother messenger. Mm. Our parents fed them. Yeah. Even discipline them. <laughs> you remember back in the day yeah. when you did something wrong, your neighbors could whoop your butt and then send you back home to your parents and to get another whooping. 
Well, what we're describing right now in the book of Amos, the third chapter, and turn your Bibles to Amos, the third chapter, is how God would deal with the other families of the world through us, brothers and sisters. But our parents still came to know these other children and to love these other children. Mm-hmm. Our parents adopted the children of other families, and they began to call our parents their mom and their dad. Well, it's the same way with God, brothers and sisters. Let's see who he had a relationship. There was only one family, one people that he had a relationship, but God is willing to adopt the other families, brothers and sisters, but they have to come the way that we have to go. One God, one faith, one Lord, one gospel, one, gospel, one baptism, brothers and sisters. One spirit. We all have to go the same way. But let's deal with this family, Brother Messenger, Mm -hmm. that the only family on earth that God had a relationship with. Amos, the third chapter, verses 1 and 2. Hear this word that the Lord has spoken against you. O children of Israel. Stop right there. So who is he speaking to, Brother Messenger? To the children of Israel. He's speaking to the children of Israel. So read that from the top again. So I want you guys to make the connection and connect the dots. It's something about Israel and God that, that, that is supposed to be tight. Go ahead. Hear this word that the Lord has spoken against you. O children of Israel. Against the whole family which I brought up from the land of Egypt, saying. So why would God be against Israel, whom he brought up out of Egypt, brothers and sisters? Wouldn't it seem like that he would be for Israel? The people that he loved enough to take them out of the 400 years of bondage that was in Egypt? But he said, I'm speaking against you right now. So what is he saying, Brother Messenger? Verse 2. You only have I known of all the families of the earth. Now, wait a minute. Did you say that? No, I did not. Did I say that? No, you did not. We read it from the book that God said from his own word that Israel was the only family of all the families of the earth that he had a relationship with. Read that again at the top, verse 2. You only have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquity. So it's something about us, brothers and sisters. The Israelites, that God said that you're the only one I established a relationship. You're the only one that I've ever known. And because of this, you're the only one I'm going to punish. You're the one that I'm going to punish the worst out of (laughs) brothers and sisters. (laughs) And we catch And we catching it. We've been catching hell, (laughs) brothers and sisters, since we traded in God and since we gave away God. We've been going through hell, brothers and sisters. So let's go ahead to our next. Chapter and verse, let's go to the book of 1 Samuel, mm-hmm. the 8th chapter. 1 Samuel, the 8th chapter, from slavery to salvation, brothers and sisters. From slavery to salvation. Now, we all know about the fall of Adam. Yeah. And Eve in the garden. We all know about that. We all know about the golden calf that was built in the wilderness after God delivered the children of Israel from slavery in Egypt. Let's read about when God, when we fire God as our king. Yeah. Did y'all understand what I just said? Did y'all hear what I said? When we fire God as our king, brothers and sisters, this was the moment when we told God that 
he wasn't good enough for us. So we're going to go to the book of 1 Samuel, the 8th chapter. 1 Samuel, the 8th chapter, verses 4 through 8. What does this have to do with our subject from slavery to salvation? What does this have to do with the 400 years since the first documented slave arrived on the shores of America in Jamestown, Virginia, August the 20th? What's today's date, Brother Messenger? August the 20th. August the 20th, 1619. From August the 20th, 1619 to August 20th, 2019. Hmm. Let's find out when we fired God, when all things went astray. 1 Samuel, the 8th chapter, 4 through 8. Then all the elders of Israel gathered themselves together and came to Samuel unto Ram, and said unto him, Behold, thou art old, and thy sons walk not in thy way. Now make us a king to judge us like all the nations. Hold on. Make us. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Samuel, you getting old. Hmm. Now, what I want you to do mm-hmm. is petition God that he make us a king like all the rest of the nations got. Mm. Didn't God want us to be sanctified, set apart from all the other nations? But they want to be like the other nations. Continue, Brother Messenger. But the things displeased Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said unto Samuel, Hearken unto the voice of the people and all, all that they say unto thee. For they have not rejected thee. They have not rejected you, Samuel. But they have rejected me. They rejected me. We rejected God, brothers and sisters. Go ahead, Brother Messenger. That I should not reign over them. Hmm. Brothers and sisters, this is when we fired God. Hmm. This is when we told God he wasn't good enough to reign over us. We want a man like every other nation to reign over us. God, you ain't good enough for us. Hmm. What does this have to do with from slavery to salvation? Finish it out, Brother Messenger. According to all the works which they have done since the day that I brought them up out of Egypt, even unto this day, Wherewith they have forsaken me and served other gods, so do they also unto thee. So, brothers and sisters, Mm. God is saying, I brought you out of Egypt, and as soon as I brought you up out of Egypt, you started building you a golden calf, serving other gods, brothers and sisters. There's a problem with this. There's an issue with this that's going to manifest. In our history, that's going to lead up to August the 20th, 1619, and to explain to you how we got there and all the way up to today, August 20th, 2019, brothers and sisters. Now, imagine creating something, and that in which you created tells you that you are no longer good. The creation telling the creator that you are no longer good. As parents, we have experienced children saying, I hate you, and run away. Some even take their parents to court to sue them for emancipation. So we can only imagine how God felt, brothers and sisters. We were already warned about rejecting and disobeying God. This leads us to the prophecy of God laying out what would happen to us 
resulting in the condition that we found ourselves in August 20th, 1619, and August 20th, 2019, brothers and sisters. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy. If you've never read this chapter before, brothers and sisters, I want you to study this, know this, because this is directly connected to our people. Man. From slavery to salvation. Turn your Bibles to the book of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. This is a chapter that is called the blessings and the curses. Yes. What God say he would do for us if we obeyed him and was obedient. And what he would do to us if we disobeyed him and if we were disobedient. So let's go ahead and read, Brother Messenger, brothers and sisters. If you have not read this before or heard this before, this is about to knock your socks off. Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. And we're going to start, Brother Messenger, at verses 1 and 2. Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, verses 1 and 2. Let's hear the word of God and his prophecy to us, the children of Israel, and what he said he would do to us if we were obedient versus what he would do to us if we were disobedient. Deuteronomy 28, verses 1 and 2. And it shall come to pass, Mm -hmm. if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Does it seem or appear as if we are set on high above all nations of the earth? So what does this mean, brothers and sisters, that we have not listened to the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments, which he commanded us that day? Continue to read. What did he say what happened, brother messengers? And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. So again, there is a condition set to these blessings. And the condition set to these blessings is listening to the voice of the Almighty God. And listen also means doing. But now let's get down to verse 15 and find out at Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, verse 15, what he said would happen or befall us if we were disobedient to him. Go ahead and read, Brother Messenger. But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, Uh To observe to do all his commandments and his statutes which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Cursed shall thou be in the city, and cursed shall thou be in the field. So, brothers and sisters, no matter where we go, in the city or the suburbs, brothers and sisters, (laughs) we are cursed as a people. This ain't what I'm saying. This is what we're reading, brothers and sisters. This is why when some of you all moved in neighborhoods which were predominantly white at the time, Hmm. over a period of time, they started leaving that neighborhood, and you say, well, we were the first black family out here. And now you look around, it went from a white neighborhood to a black neighborhood because no one wants to live around us, brothers and sisters. When we come, they flee away. So I remember Brother Messenger in Chicago, black people were not allowed past Western, across Western. Right. And now, across Western, 80% of what's across Western 
It's black people, brothers and sisters. All the white folks have moved out of the neighborhood. Now, for the sake of time, Brother Messenger, read this on your own. There are 68 verses in this chapter. But for the sake of time, we're talking about from slavery to salvation. The 400-year anniversary today, August the 20th, 2019, to document the first slaves arriving on the shores of America at Jamestown, Virginia, at on August the 20th, 1619. Let's go down to verse 25. Let's read about some of what the Lord said would happen to us and see if it really happened, Brother Messenger. The Lord shall cause thee to be smitten from thine enemies. Thou shalt go out one way against them and flee seven ways before them and shall be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth. We were removed, brothers and sisters, from our land into all the kingdoms of the earth during the transatlantic slave trade. But the Lord predicted it here. He said, you shall be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth, which means that you're going to go from your kingdom, your home, your land, into everybody else's land, to everybody else's kingdom. Let's see what else the Lord said would happen at verse 30, Brother Messenger, Deuteronomy 28 and 30. Thou shalt betroth the wife. You're going to get you a wife? And another man shall lie with her. During slavery, brothers and sisters, the slave master could pick and choose what woman he wanted to have sex with, even if that woman had a husband. So you will get you a wife, but another man shall lie with her. Continue. Thou shalt build a house. And thou shalt not dwell therein. You know how many homes we built for the slave master? Even the White House, Brother Messenger. We built that. Absolutely. And couldn't live in that, brothers and sisters, unless we were servants and butlers and cooks. Hmm. Continue reading. Thou shalt plant a vineyard and shall not gather the grapes thereof. Uh-huh. Continue. Uh huh. Let's go to verse 32. Thy sons and thy daughters shall be given unto another people. Your sons and your daughters shall be given unto another people. During slavery, brothers and sisters, they would breed us during slavery. Put the male slave with the female slave, allow them to birth a child into the world. Once the child was was born, they would sell that baby to another plantation. These are all the things that the Lord are predicting that should happen to our people if we did not listen to him. Thy sons and thy daughters shall be given unto another people. And thy eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all the day long. And there shall be no might in thy hand. We didn't have the strength to go get our children when they snatched them from us, brothers and sisters, and sold us to the other plantation. Let's go down to verse 36 and verse 37. The Lord shall bring thee, and thy king which thou shalt set over thee, unto a nation which neither thou nor thy fathers have known. And there shalt thou serve other gods, wood and stone. What are these crosses made out of, brothers and sisters? Wood and stone. And if you go into some of the Catholic churches, which we live in a Catholic society, brothers and sisters, they have images of Mary. They have images of a male figure that they call Jesus put on a crucifix, brothers and sisters. So these are the images that we began to worship because we didn't know any better. We had lost our language. 
our culture, our God, our folkways, our norms, brothers and sisters. Mm. All those things were stolen from us after years and years and years of being over here in America. It says that the Lord shall bring thee and thy king. Remember Roots? One of the great warriors, brothers and sisters, was Kunta Kinte. And they would put Kunta Kinte up against the tree and whip him until he called himself Toby, breaking the wheel of the slave, the male slave, while all the other female slaves watched. And the female slaves looked at that and said, I never want my son to go through what he's going through. So the, the, the women put fear in the young boys, brothers and sisters. All this happened as a result of what the Lord said, us not listening to him and keeping all his commandments which he commanded us that particular day. Let's go to verses 52 through 53. Now it's about to get interesting and it's about to get deep, brothers and sisters, from slavery to salvation. salvation. This is the interesting part, and now this connects directly, brothers and sisters, with what Jesus told the disciples when he said, look at this building. Mm. Not one stone is going to be left upon another stone here. Hmm. He was talking about our temple, brothers and sisters, being torn down. When did it happen? And was it prophesied that it would happen? Jesus prophesied it. That was in the book of Matthew. We in the book of Deuteronomy. It's prophesied all the way in the book of Deuteronomy. Let's go to 52, Deuteronomy 28, 52, and 53. And he shall besiege thee in all thy gates uh-huh. until thy high and fence walls come down. So besiege thee in all thy gates, which means that you're surrounded by a gate or by a wall, until thy high and fence walls come down. What? is this talking about, brothers and sisters? When was this supposed to happen? We're going to show you when it happened and how that directly connects to our lesson from slavery to salvation. Continue about this wall and this, this big gate, brother messenger. Go ahead. Wherein thou trustest throughout all thy land, and he shall besiege thee in all thy gates throughout all thy land which the Lord thy God have given thee. So we keep talking about gates and, and walls and a, and a fortress that's going to be penetrated by our enemy. When did it happen? Continue at verse 53. And thou shalt eat the fruit of thy own body, the flesh of thy sons and of thy daughters, which the Lord thy God have given thee, in the siege and in the strength and the straightness. Wherewith thy enemy shall distress thee. You got the word distress right here, brothers and sisters. Keep in mind the word distress. It is very important in our lesson today, the word distress. But you also got right here, brothers and sisters, the word siege. Hmm. And then you got gates and you got walls. What is the Lord talking about? Well, we know that we were disobedient, Brother Messenger, because we're in the condition that we're in today. Absolutely. So now we got to go and read when this prophecy was fulfilled. Jesus spoke about it in the book of Matthew. It's being spoken about right here in the book of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. Let's go to the Wikipedia, brothers and sisters, and read about the Roman-Jewish War of 70 A.D. Let's go to the Wikipedia and read about the Roman-Jewish War of 70 A.D. Let's see if we can read anything about 
a siege, walls coming down, barriers being penetrated. Let's read about it, Brother Messenger. Um, the destroying of the temple in 70 AD and the slave trade. Let's read about it. Um, go ahead. Wikipedia, brothers and sisters. The Roman-Jewish War of 70 AD or 70 CE. Same thing. CE or AD. Same thing. Go ahead read it, Brother Messenger. The siege of Jerusalem in the year 70 CE was decisive, was the decisive event of the first Jewish-Roman War. The Roman army led by the future Emperor Titus, with Tiberius Julius Alexander as his second-in-command, besieged and conquered the city of Jerusalem, which had been controlled by Judean rebel factions since 66 CE. See, brothers and sisters, 66 CE, they rebelled and got their independence, brothers and sisters, from the Romans. Killed so many Romans and took over their back over their own city, brothers and sisters. But the Romans said, I ain't having it. Hmm. Now, the emperor was Vespasia, brothers and sisters. The emperor was Vespasia. His son was Titus. Vespasia couldn't get in Jerusalem. Hmm. They had figured Vespasia out. But the Roman general Titus, which was Vespasia's son, he said, Daddy, I know how to do it. We're going to go around the walls of Jerusalem. And any opening that we see, we're going to clog it up. They couldn't even get out, brothers and sisters, and the ones that was out couldn't get back in. So you know what that meant? No food coming in and out. They started to starve to death, brothers and sisters. And this is why the Lord said, You shall eat the fruit of thine own body, the flesh of thy sons and daughters, which the Lord thy God hath given thee in the siege. That's Deuteronomy 28.53. I love the word of God because it lines up with history, brother messenger. Yes, sir. From slavery to salvation. Let's go ahead and continue that, brother messenger. Go ahead. Following the Jerusalem riots of 66 when the Judean free government was formed in Jerusalem, uh -huh. the siege ended on August 30th, 70 CE. So, brothers and sisters, August is so much of an important month in our history because August the 20th, 1619, the first slaves arrived, documented slaves arrived on the shores of America at Jamestown, Virginia. Mm. August the 30th, brothers and sisters, 70 CE, the end. siege ended and the Romans defeated our forces in Jerusalem. And we were kicked out of our own land. Those who were not killed, brothers and sisters, escaped into the land that is called Africa today, which the original name of that land is the land of Ham. So go ahead, continue reading, uh, Brother Messenger. With the burning and destruction of its second temple, and the Romans entered and sacked the lower city. So the destruction of its second temple, the burning and destruction of its second temple, didn't we read in the book of Matthew? Brother Messenger, uh, um, um, I'm sorry, the book of Mark, the 13th chapter, mm -hmm. verses 1 and 2, where Jesus said, not one stone would be left upon another stone. This was the prediction that he predicted to his disciple. We're reading about when that happened in 70 A.D. Where we at, Brother Messenger? The destruction. Go ahead. The destruction of both the first and the second temples is still mourned annually as the Jewish fast Tishba. So we don't. 
recognize or honor the Jewish fast, brothers and sisters, yeah. because, see, the Lord gave us seven feast days. And the seven feast days is laid out in the book of Leviticus, the 23rd chapter. And so that feast day that's mentioned here is not amongst the seven feast days of the Lord, brothers and sisters. So we got to righteously divide this word. Let's go, Brother Messenger, to the book of Obadiah. Sister Key, my apologies. I put the book of Amos, the first chapter, but it's the book of Obadiah, the first chapter. The book of Obadiah, the first chapter. Brothers and sisters, you've got to listen to what the book of Obadiah is saying about what we just read. Again, the messenger. We went from the book of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. We read all of these things that were prophesied to happen before they actually happened. Mm -hmm. And then we went to the Wikipedia, and we read the Roman-Jewish War of 70 AD, and we read about exactly when they happened in 70 AD. Now we're going to go to the book of Obadiah and show you what happened, brothers and sisters, when the Romans penetrated the wall and how our brother showed up, Esau. Mm. Check this out, brothers and sisters. After the Romans came in and dispersed us from our land, there were those who benefited from our downfall. The son of, I'm sorry, Isaac, the son of Abraham, had twin sons. Jacob, which was our father, whose name was changed to Israel, and our brother, our twin brother Esau or Edom. The word Esau and Edom is still the name for the same uh, uh, being or the same people, brothers and sisters. Our twin brother. This was the red and hairy one that came out when we came out, brothers and sisters. Isn't it interesting that today we only hear about the name Israel, but Esau or Edom have seemed to have disappeared from the face of the earth, brother Messenger. <laughs> Where is he? Where is our brother Esau or Edom? Esau or Edom today has stolen the identity of Israel. This is how he was able to disappear. So the people who are called Jewish today or Israelites today look nothing like the people of the Bible. Nothing. Remember, Moses was an Israelite. Moses passed for the African king's grandson the pharaoh of Egypt. Hmm. He passed for his grandson. How can someone who's not black pass for a black African king's grandson? Joseph, the great Uh dream interpreter, brothers and sisters, he went into Egypt, interpreted the pharaoh's dream, and he was exalted to the second in command only beneath the pharaoh. And when there was a famine in the land, as he dreamed about it would be, His brothers, whom had sold him into slavery, came to Egypt looking for food. Couldn't even recognize Joseph because they thought he was an Egyptian. Now, how can an Israelite boy pass for an Egyptian if he's not black, brothers and sisters? Hmm. When Mary and Joseph took Jesus to flee from King Herod's persecution as he began to kill the male children two years and under, 
they took him to Egypt, brothers and sisters. This Israelite boy. How can Jesus, who was an Israelite boy, pass for these African Egyptians who were black if he was not black himself? Now, brothers and sisters, color don't mean nothing to us, but historical fact does mean something to us. We accepted a white Jesus our whole lives. It was on our parents' wall. It was on the churches that we went to as children. We had no problem. On some churches, right? We had no problem looking at a white Jesus, brothers and sisters. But today we know better. We know that that image of Jesus, brothers and sisters, was conjured out of the minds of the European painters, brothers and sisters, Michelangelo and some of the other painters. We understand that today. Yeah. So we have to set the record straight that Yahshua was a black man, brothers and sisters, an Israelite. And Israelites are black. So how did Israelites go from being black to what they look like today, brothers and sisters? It's because our brother Esau or Edom stole our identity. So today the Benjamin Netanyahu's and um, the other folks who are over there in the land of Israel today, call themselves Israelites. Even the ones that came up under the persecution of Hitler in, I believe it was 1948, they came from Europe, brothers and sisters. They just adopted our religion. But they were not natural-born Israelites, brothers and sisters. Another lesson for another time. I just want to share some things with you. We're in the book of Obadiah, the first chapter. It is Israel, brothers and sisters, the true Israelites that became known as the Negroes and the children of the transatlantic slave trade and the ones that made it on the ships to America who are now called African-American today. Hmm. We know who you are, brothers and sisters. The Bible gives your history, and there is no one else that fits the description of what's described in the book of Deuteronomy, the 28, other than you. Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are, and do you know whose you are? Let's go to the book of Obadiah, the first chapter, verses 8 through 15. The book of Obadiah, the first chapter, verses 8 through 15. Go ahead, my brother. Shall I not in that day? Said the Lord, even destroy the wise men out of Edom, and understanding out of the mount of Esau, and thy mighty men, O Teman, shall be dismayed, to the end that every one of the mount of Esau may be cut off by slaughter. So why is the Lord talking about cutting Esau off? Why is he talking about slaughtering Edom, brothers and sisters, what did Edom do? What did Esau do that the Lord is so angry with him? And what does this have to do with 70 AD, the siege of the Romans? Hmm. Well, let's read about it even further. And this is all the way in the book of Obadiah, talking about what happened in 70 AD. Let's find out why the Lord is so mad at Esau or Edom. Go ahead. For thy violence against thy brother Jacob. Shame shall cover thee, and thou shalt be cut off forever. So what violence did Esau do against us, Brother Messenger? Let's continue reading. 
in the day that thou stoodest on the other side, in the day that the strangers carried away captives his forces, and foreigners entered into his gates. Wait a minute. Foreigners entered into his gates? Is this the same walls that the book of Deuteronomy 28 chapter was talking about would come down? Are these the same gates that in Deuteronomy the 28 chapter the Lord was talking about was going to come down? Is these the same gates in 70 AD that is being spoken about right here where the Romans would come into Jerusalem and siege our cities? Esau was a part of that, brothers and sisters. Edom was a part of that. And that's why the Lord is so mad at him. It says, and foreigners entered into his gates. And cast lots upon Jerusalem, even thou wast as one of them. You was just like them, Esau. You were no better than the Romans that came into Jerusalem to kill my people. But let's continue because the Lord got some more that he want to say to Esau or Edom. Go ahead. But thou shouldest not have looked on the day that of thy brother in the day that he became a stranger. Neither shouldest thou have rejoiced over the children of, Ju- of Judah in the day that of their destruction. They was happy to see us being kicked out of our land by the Romans, brothers and sisters, because Esau or Edom always feel like we stole his birthright. So this was his way of getting back, brothers and sisters. But didn't we read something about distress? In the book of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, mm-hmm. let's continue reading. We have Obadiah, the first chapter, verse 13. Finish that out. Neither shouldest thou have spoken proudly in the day of distress. Wow. Thou shouldest not have entered into the gates of my people in the day of their calamity. Yea, thou shouldest not have looked on their affliction in the day of their calamity, nor have laid hands on their substance in the day of their calamity. They laid... Uh, hands on our substance, brothers and sisters, is because they had to fool the world into thinking that they were us. Mm. Our, our statues, our, our whatever we had, brothers and sisters, that marked our identity. They needed, they needed it, brothers and sisters, to, to, to fool the world in thinking that they were us, brothers and sisters. What else shouldn't they have done, Brother Messenger? Verse 14. Neither shouldest thou have stood in the crossway to cut off those of his that did escape. Wait a minute. You trying to get away? Wait a minute. I got some over here, Romans. I got some Israelites over here. Hmm. They tried to cut us off as we tried to escape, brothers and sisters. This was our brother Esau or Edom. Continue reading, Brother Messenger. Neither shouldest thou have delivered up those he is that did remain in the day of distress. Mm. For the day of the Lord is near upon all the heathen. As thou hast done, it shall be done unto thee. So you don't have to worry about getting revenge, brothers and sisters. Because the word of God says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And the Lord tells us right here that thy reward shall return upon thy own head. For the day of the Lord is near upon all the heathen, as thou hast done, it shall be done unto you. Thy reward shall return upon thy own head. Mm. We're talking about from slavery to salvation. How did we get here, brothers and sisters? We've taken you through a whole journey from the time that the Lord took us out of Egypt mm. to 70 A.D., 
to getting on the slave ships, brothers and sisters, landing on the shores of America, the first documented slaves on today, August the 20th, 1619, marking the 400 years since the first documented slaves arrived at Jamestown, Virginia. August 20th, 1619 to August 20th, 2019. Let's go to the book of Second Chronicles. Turn your Bibles to the book of Second Chronicles, from slavery to salvation. All throughout this book, the Lord warned us of what we should do to prevent that day in 70 A.D. from happening. But we did not listen, and we are still suffering to this day. Second Chronicles, the seventh chapter, let's start at verse 16, Brother Messenger. For now have I chosen and sanctified this house, that my name may be there forever, and my eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. Mm. So go down to verse 19 through 22. Go ahead. But if ye turn away. Wait a minute. I'm going to be with you. My eyes going to be on your house perpetually. But if you turn away. And forsake my statutes and my commandments. Which I have set before you. And shall go and serve other gods and worship them. Then will I pluck them up by the roots out of my land. Which I have given them. And this house which I have sanctified for my name, will I cast out of my sight and will make it to be a proverb and a byword among all nations. Mm. And this house, which is high, shall be an admonishment to everyone that passes by it, so that he shall say, Why have the Lord done thus unto this land and unto this house? And it shall be answered, because they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, which brought them forth out of the land of Egypt, and laid hold on other gods, and worshipped them, and served them. Therefore have he brought all this evil upon them. Who brought all this evil upon us, Brother Messenger? God. God brought all this evil upon us, brothers and sisters. He gave us a choice. And we did not listen, brothers and sisters. So it said, and it shall be answered, because, I'm sorry, it says, Why hath the Lord done this unto this land and this house? And it shall be answered, because they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, which brought them up out of the land of Egypt, and laid hold on other gods, and worshipped them and served them. Therefore have he brought all this evil Mm. upon them, brothers and sisters. Yes. So can we blame the white man? Can we blame the Europeans? Can we blame the Romans? If we're going to place blame around everywhere, brothers and sisters, can we continue to blame Satan? Can we we even continue to blame Satan? If we're going to lay blame everywhere, brothers and sisters, we got to blame us. As Brother Azza so eloquently put it, I am Israel. I blame me. Let's go back and finish this out in the book of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. The book of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, verses 64 through 68. We went through the whole spectrum of fleeing into Africa or the land of Ham, at least the ones who were not captured and executed, to blending in with the African people or the Hamites. This led us to eventually being delivered over to the hands of the Gentiles 
in the 1500s, fulfilling the prophecy in the book of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, verse 64 through 68. Go ahead, Brother Messenger. And the Lord shall scatter thee among all people, from one end of the earth even unto the other. And thou shalt serve other gods, which neither that thou nor thy fathers have known, even wood and stone. Mm-hmm. And among these nations shalt thou find no ease, neither shall the sole of thy foot have rest. But the Lord shall give thee there a trembling heart and a failing of eyes, and sorrow of mind. And thy life shall hang in doubt before thee, and thou shalt fear day and night, and shalt have none assurance of thy life. In the morning thou shalt say, Would God it, it were even. And at evening thou shalt say, Would God it were morning. For the fear of thy heart wherewith thou shalt fear, and for the sight of thine eyes which thou shalt see. And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships. So, brothers and sisters, Egypt in this text is a metaphor for a house of bondage. Because the first time we didn't go into Egypt by ships, we walked in there 70 souls with Joseph. So the Egypt that he's talking about in this particular lesson, brothers and sisters, is the diaspora, North America, all these other continents and islands that we went to by ships. And the Lord would bring thee into Egypt again with ships. Go ahead. By the way thereof I spake unto thee. Thou shalt see it no more again. And what's going to happen when we get over there with ships, Brother Messenger? And there ye shall be sold unto your enemies for bondmen and bondwomen. Mm. And no man shall buy you. Brothers and sisters, the Lord did this to us. From slavery to salvation because our fathers were disobedient, traded him in for other gods, brothers and sisters. Let's continue this lesson. Let's go to the book of John, the 15th chapter, the rejected and despised amongst men. When we look at the state of Israel in the world, and America specifically, and I'm talking about the true Israelites, those who are called African Americans. We come to one conclusion, and it's not just us, brothers and sisters, know that. We've been dropped off into different islands and dispersed all over the world, but I'm speaking specifically on the African-American's experience right now. We come to one conclusion. We are treated as the lowest on the totem pole by society as a whole. You could commit the same crime Hmm. and get twice the time as other nationalities get. Come on. The jails and prisons are filled up with our people, Brother Messenger. Yes, sir. We are the highest on every health scale. Hmm. As far as our percentage in this country, we only make up 13%. AIDS, brothers and sisters, highest. Everything. High blood pressure, highest. Congestive heart failure, highest, brothers and sisters. Diabetes, highest. We are in a bad condition, brothers and sisters. Have you ever considered why you are rejected and despised among men? Maybe, just maybe, brothers and sisters, it has something to do with who you are and whose you are. Let's get some revelation from Jesus himself in the book of John. Mm, Come on. John, the 15th chapter, verses 18 through 19. John, the 15th chapter, verses 18 through 19. Go ahead, my brother. 
If the world hates you, uh, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. If ye were of the world, the world would love his own. But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, Mm. therefore the world hated you. Didn't we read, Brother Messenger, that the Lord said Israel is the only nation that I've ever known? Read that last one, that last verse again, Brother Messenger. John 15 and 19. 19. Go ahead. If ye were of the world, the world would love his own. Mm. But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hated you. Now, if we are followers of Jesus or Yahshua, brothers and sisters, Bro, before you before you go in, talk, talk to him, brother. Let me, man, let me say this. Listen, brothers and sisters, that verse, this scripture right here, just sums up everything that you have been going through when it comes to a people, a race, people attacking you. See, this is when you should know that you are closer to God than you think. Mm. When you go through all of this drama that's in your life, when it feels like every time you get ahead, something comes back to knock you down, you feel like, man, I just can't get a break. It's because everybody else knows who you are. Mm. You just don't know. You just don't recognize it. That's why it's so important for us to get connected with what's written in this book. Stop just listening to what somebody telling you, your pastors. I'm telling you, I grew up in the church all my life, 40 years in the church. And some of the stuff that the pastor was saying, I just accepted it. But I no longer can accept that because it's different from what's written in this book. Mm. And I'm sorry, at I have to challenge people, and sometimes I find myself having to just be quiet because I know they're they not there yet. That's right. But it's hard when you hear somebody that's supposed to be feeding the flock mm. to give people wrong information, and you're sitting there like, that's not right, and you want to say something, but it's a time and a place to, right. to do it so that it doesn't destroy what really God is trying to Convey. And you don't want to push people away with your behavior, brothers and exactly. sisters. So you want to be mindful and careful as to what you do, how you do it, and when you do it. There is a time and a place for everything. <clears throat> We're talking about the rejected and the despised. This is why you are the rejected and the despised, brothers and sisters. God chose you or us, and we rejected him. Jesus came to try to regain us back. <clears throat> He broke it down to an individual thing. So now if we accept Yeshua or Jesus as our Lord and Savior and turn from our wicked ways, brothers and sisters, as a people, we're still under our curse, but as an individual, you can be lifted from that curse. Yes. Under the blood of Jesus, Yeshua, you can be lifted from that curse, brothers and sisters. Mm. But as a nation, as a people, we're going to be under this curse until Jesus, Yeshua, comes back himself. Let's go to the book of Isaiah, the 53rd chapter. If we are followers of Jesus, even members of his own biological family, 
that the same things that would befall him would befall us. Hmm. You have to know that you are not the only one that have issues in this world. Every segment of society you enter in, once you learn who you really are and speak out on issues concerning your people, the world will reject you, brothers and sisters. Yeah. Look at Colin Kaepernick. He took a knee in the NFL, took his job. Wow. Craig Hodges from the Chicago Bulls. Hmm. He wore dashiki, brothers and sisters, to the White House, and the NBA took his job. Everything that we are going through, Jesus went through it first, brothers and sisters. And Craig, not Craig Hodges, dashiki is not our thing, brothers and sisters. It's the Hamites thing, but he was on the path of learning that he wasn't the quote-unquote version of the Christian that this society pushes on us. Let's go to Isaiah, the 53rd chapter, verses 1 through 5. Isaiah, 53rd chapter, verses 1 through 5. Go ahead, my brother. Who have believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant. Jesus did that. And as a root out of a dry ground. He have no form nor comeliness. Jesus wasn't going to be beautiful when he came, brothers and sisters. He wasn't going to win no beauty contest. Go ahead. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is what? He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. And we hid, it, and, and we hid as it were our faces from him. Mm. He was despised. And we esteemed him not. Surely he have borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. And this is what he came into the world to do, brothers and sisters, is to take our burdens and lay it all on himself. Continue, hmm. brother. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was wounded for all of our sins. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. It's because of his sacrifice, brothers and sisters, that we have an opportunity and a chance, brothers and sisters, at salvation. Because of his sacrifice. From slavery to salvation, brothers and sisters. Now, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. We only got a few more places to go. We have, uh, we have experienced so much trouble in this life as a people and personally. Some troubles are brought on by bad decisions. Others are brought on by prophecy mm. and your genetic makeup. Mm. Again, who are you, black people of America? Who are you? At the end of the day, brothers and sisters, know this. Whatever injustices happens to you, the Lord will provide for you from now even until the resurrection. Psalms 34, 17 through 22. The book of Psalms 34, 17 through 22. When you get it, Brother Messenger, go ahead and read. The book of Psalms, the 34th chapter, Psalms 34, 17 through 22. Go ahead, my brother. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth, 
and delivered them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered him of all of, of them all. He keepeth all his bones, not one of them is broken. Mm. Evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. So, brothers and sisters, no matter what happens to us, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that once you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior that you're going to be fine, that nothing is going to happen to you. Absolutely. That nothing is going to happen to your children or your family or your husband or your wife. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, brothers and sisters. But what I am going to tell you is that if you accept Jesus, Yeshua, as your Lord and Savior, that if something should happen to you, the Lord says that anyone that comes to me, it is the Father who sends him to me. And the Father's will is this, that all that he sends to me, all that he has given to me, I should not lose anything. Nothing. I, will not, I shall not lose nothing. I will raise it up again at the last day, brothers and sisters. Let's close this thing out, Brother Messenger. After slavery and punishment, how do we reconnect with God? How do we do that, brothers and sisters? Again, be baptized, mm. not in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, but be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins, brothers and sisters. But how do we, we reconnect as a people? Mm. We are waiting on the return of the Lord, brothers and sisters. It was because disobedience that our people found ourselves in this condition and it will be because of obedience that we get out. God wanted to make us the head and not the tail, yet we refuse to heed the warnings. But let's look at the promise, Brother Messenger, and let's look at the hope and the faith that we have in knowing what is to come. And that's the beautiful thing about this Bible is that it gives you tomorrow's news today. Ezekiel, the 11th chapter. Ezekiel, the 11th chapter, verses 17 through 20. Ezekiel, the 17th chapter, verses 17. Yep, Ezekiel, the 11th chapter, verses 17 through 20. Ezekiel, the 11th chapter, verses 17 through 20. Go ahead, my brother. Therefore say, thus said the Lord God, I will even gather you from the people and assemble you out of the countries where ye have been scattered. That's even in America. We've been scattered here in America, brothers and sisters. The Lord says that I'm going to gather you from all the countries that you have been scattered. Go ahead. And I will give you the land of Israel. So we're going back, brothers and sisters. We're going back home. Continue. And they shall come thither, and they shall take away all the... Detestable things, detestable. detestable uh, I'm sorry. And they shall take away all the detestable things thereof, and all the abominations thereof from this. And I will give them one heart, and I will put a new spirit within you, and I will take the stony heart out of their flesh, and will give them a heart of flesh. 
they that they may walk in my statutes. They they gonna listen to me and my law and keep my ordinances and do them. And they shall be my people, and I will be their God. That's what we're looking for, brothers and sisters. We're looking for that time that Jesus says, okay, enough is enough. You've been through slavery. I brought all this evil upon you because of what your fathers did. And now enough is enough. I'm ready to come and get you and bring you back into the land. That's why Martin Luther King could not free our people. Marcus Garvey could not free our people. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad could not free our people, brothers and sisters. Jesse Jackson could not free our people because people didn't put us in this condition, so people can't deliver us from it. Mm. Once the Lord puts you in a condition, he is the only one that can get you out. Let's go to the book of Jeremiah, the 32nd chapter. The book of Jeremiah, the 32nd chapter. Let's read some more about the Lord coming to get us, Brother Messenger. Jeremiah, the 32nd chapter, verses 37 through 42. Behold, I will gather them out of all the countries, whether I have driven them in my anger. Who, driv- who drove us to these countries, Brother Messenger? God. The God did it, brothers and sisters. The Lord says, behold, I will gather them out of all countries where I have driven them in my anger. Go ahead. And in my fury and in great wrath. And I will bring them again unto this place. And I will cause them to dwell safely. So you ain't got to worry about no more police brutality. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about no more drive-bys or, or lynchings or anything that we've experienced over here in this country. The Lord said, I will cause them to live safely. 38. <clears throat> and they shall be my people, and I will be their God. And I will give <clears throat> them one heart and one way, and they, that they may fear me forever for the good of them and of their children after them. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them, that I will not turn away from them to do them good, but I will put my fear in their hearts, that they shall not depart from me. All the Lord wants you to do is stay with him. All he wants us to do is just to stay with him. He said, I'm going to put my fear in you that you won't leave me. That's all the Lord wanted in the first place, for us to remain with him, but we left him for other gods, brothers and sisters. Go ahead, verse 41. Yea, I will rejoice over them to do them good, and I will plant them in this land assuredly with my whole heart and with my whole soul. For thus said the Lord, like as I have brought all this great evil upon this people. I brought all this evil upon this people? So will I bring upon them all the good that I have promised. The Lord will fulfill his promise, brothers and sisters. Mm. The Lord has not forgotten about us. That's the beautiful thing that I read in all of this, brothers and sisters. He's coming to get us. Don't matter where you at. You ain't got to worry about how we going to get back over there. What plane we going to get on. What ship we go. Brothers and sisters, we ain't got to worry about a thing. When Jesus comes back. We're talking about from slavery to salvation, Brother Messenger. Let's close this out. Last verse, Deuteronomy, the 30th chapter. Deuteronomy, the 30th chapter. 
Deuteronomy, Brother Messenger, the 30th chapter, verses 1 through 8. Deuteronomy 30 and 1 through 8, our last chapter, brothers and sisters. Deuteronomy 30 and 1 through 8. Go ahead, my brother. And it shall come to pass, when all these things are come upon thee, the blessing and the curse, which I have set before thee, and thou shalt call them to mind among all the nations, whether the, excuse me, whether the Lord thy God have driven thee. The Lord is telling you over and over again, I drove you into all these nations. I put all this evil upon you, but the reason why I did it is because you did not listen, brothers and sisters, and hearken unto the voice thy God to listen and to do all his commandments, all of them, brothers and sisters. So I want you to know, brothers and sisters, when Jesus comes back, ain't going to be going to church on Sunday. We're going to keep the Sabbath day from Friday sundown to, sun, uh, from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. Ain't going to be no more celebrating Christmas and putting a tree in your house. Ain't going to be no more celebrating Easter and these false gods, brothers and sisters. Ain't going to be no more eating pork. Ain't going to be no more eating catfish or shrimp or lobster. We're going to be in compliance with that dietary law in Leviticus, the 11th chapter. The Lord said, you got to listen and do all my commandments, not just cherry pick amongst the ones that's more favorable to you, brothers and sisters. No, we got to do all this. Let's go to verse 2. And shall return unto the Lord thy God, and shall obey his voice according to all that I have commanded thee this day. Thou and thy children with all thy heart and with all thy soul. Then, that then the Lord thy God will turn thy captivity and have compassion upon thee and will return and gather thee from all the nations, whether the Lord thy God have scattered thee. Mm. If any of thine be driven out unto the outmost parts of heaven, from thence will the Lord thy God gather thee, and from thence will he... It fetched thee. So the Lord is telling you over and over again, I'm coming to get you, Israel. You are my people. You are the only nation that I've ever known. I drove you. I scattered you. I, 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 um, I, I threw you to all these nations to endure all these things. But I'm coming to get you. Verse 5. And the Lord thy God will bring thee into the land which thy fathers possessed. And thou shalt possess it. And he will do thee good. And multiply thee above thy fathers. And the Lord thy God will circumcise thy heart. And the heart of thy seed. To love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. And with all thy soul that thou mayest live. And the Lord thy God will put all these curses upon thy enemies. So the same curses that he put on us, brothers and sisters. He's going to turn it around and put it on our enemies. And on them that hate thee, which persecute thee, and thou shalt return and obey the voice of the Lord, and do all his commandments, wait a minute. which I command thee. Wait a minute. We're going to wait a minute. It says, thou shalt return and obey the voice of the Lord, and do some of his commandments. No. And do all his commandments, mm. which I command thee this day. All the Lord wants us to do, brothers and sisters, is obey him. This lesson is called From Slavery to Salvation. Today marks the 400th year that the first documented slaves landed on the shores of America in Jamestown, Virginia. 
August the 20th, 1619 to August the 20th, 2019. 400 years mm. of slavery, suffering, and death, brothers and sisters. We had a choice. Our fathers chose not to go the route of God, which led us through the route of slavery. Mm. But salvation is waiting on the other side, brothers and sisters, from slavery to salvation. Thank you for your time. Messenger, last word. You know, my final word uh, is going to speak to the children. As parents, we never want to see our children suffer. Mm-hmm. As God didn't want to, the Lord didn't want to see us suffer. That's right. And he gave us a choice. Obey me, mm-hmm. and you will be rewarded with this. Disobey me, and this shall happen to you. That's right. I, I, I just want to say, when we think about that, every time our parents told us something because of their life experience, we rebelled against what they said, and we had to learn the hard way. Mm. <laughs> we had to learn things the hard way because we refused to accept that they, hey, I've, I've done that. That's not good. It's not a good idea. I know it's not always cool. I know it's not always, you know, the end thing for you to listen to your parents. But when your parents are really telling you something that will keep you mm. from going down a road that they know, is going to lead to destruction. Yeah, you're gonna, you might bounce back. But if you can avoid that road simply by listening, simply by being obedient, why don't you try and see what taking the easy road is like before you have to get the bumps and the bruises from being hard-headed? Now, most of us was hard-headed. But some of us, like myself, I have to say, I watch my two older brothers get bumps and lumps and bruises, and I just avoided doing what they did to get them. Right. So I didn't get some of the bumps and bruises that they got because I was listening to my mom. I was listening, and I was watching. If this made her angry with them, right? why would I want to do the same thing? So I'm telling you, if you are a son, If you are a daughter, pay attention when your parents are speaking because they know something. They've been around a long time, and you have the spirit of discernment. You should know whether or not what they're telling you. They can't control your life, but at least be able to evaluate the information that they're giving you. That's right. I teach my kids this one valuable lesson. I can't control what you do. I can only advise you. But what I caution you and tell them is, whatever decision you make, be ready to live with the consequence. And that's my final word. Final word was on power today, boy. <laughs> final word was on power. Brothers and sisters, we thank you so much for listening to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. And if it was your first time, we want to say welcome. Welcome. Um, please come back. We want Team Truth Hour, please put the number 
in the comment section. If you want to be added to our text message invite list, then text your name and the keyword Truth Hour to 312-719-7310. Again, if you like what you heard today, and if you learned something, and if you want to support the truth of God as it is written in His Word, then text your name and the keyword Truth Hour to 312-719-7310, and we will send you a text message right before we go live with the topic and subject matter of that Tuesday's lesson and, and reminding you that we're about to go live on the air. If you are on Facebook Live, we ask that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. It is Truth Hour TV. And someone please put the number up there. Oh, you already did. Yeah, I did. Um, it's in there to come up. Truth Hour TV. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel, Truth Hour TV. That way you can send this lesson to other people and say, hey, check, out, check, check, check these brothers out. Check out the Truth Hour. Check out the Word of God. And if you are on YouTube then we're asking you to go like our Facebook page, Truth Hour Bible Show, the Truth Hour Bible Show. So with that being said, brothers and sisters, we thank you for your time. We're going to stand up and face the east, and we're going to close out with a prayer. We thank you for listening again. Today's subject was from slavery to salvation. From August the 20th, 1619, to August the 20th, 2019, the 400-year anniversary of the first documented slaves to arrive at Jamestown, Virginia, from slavery to salvation. Yes. All right? We're going to turn around and pray. Peace and blessings, you two. Peace. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we stand before you again with an opportunity just to say thank you. Thank you, Father God. Father God, we thank you for your word today, Father God. We thank you for the educational lesson that you have given us, Father God, and we pray that the people that heard it were edified, Father God, but most importantly, that you were glorified. We pray, Father God, that your people will take what they hear, Father God, as we read from directly from your word, Father God, and share it with the multitude, Father God. Have them tune in, Father God, if they're missing out at their churches, Father God, or even in their homes. We pray, Father God, that you would multiply the audience, Father God. Send us the multitude in the mighty name of Jesus so that we may reach them and teach them what thus says the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray that you watch over each and every one of us as we depart from this place, but not from your presence. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you. Amen, amen, and amen. Yes, amen. Good lesson, All right, brothers and sisters, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and sign off. You all enjoy your night and the rest of your week, and we will see you again, brothers and sisters, next Tuesday. On behalf of Team Truth Hour, Brother Messenger, myself, we want to say peace and blessings to all of our spiritual families. Um, King Truth Hour, Israel of God, Hope Covenant Kingdom Ministries, House of Israel, The Wake Up Show, The Bomb of Gilead, and tune into The Bomb of Gilead this Thursday. Yeah. This Thursday at 7.30 p.m., Bomb of Gilead, and um, watch the Sabbath day lesson, um, The Israel of God, and make sure you subscribe to those um, pages also as well, Israel of God and 
the bomb of Gilead. Peace and blessings, everybody. Good night. Peace.